You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach, which is curious, you know, I, I'm assuming I think today was your first day of full pads practice. Um, I, I guess just overall, since, you know, you got here, then the pandemic hits, now you're finally, you know, able to go out and watch these guys do some things. How would you characterize the wait and how long it's been since you've been able to go out and actually work with some guys out in the field? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, we didn't have anything in the spring. You know, um, so to get to this point, you know, it's taken a long time. You know, you, you're able to – you can talk all you want, but, you know, people learn by doing. So until you go out and start doing it, that's when it really starts to hit home and guys – you know, you see how guys operate, how they, you know, function when they got to think fast and all that. So, you know, we're in day – you know, day four camp, whatever it is right now. So we're at, we're at the very early stages. So, you know, it, it has it has been a while, and I think they're doing it for – you know, for the most part, I think they're they're doing pretty well. We have a long way to go, but, um, you know, we're just getting going, too. All right. Thank you for that. We'll go with uh, Anthony Edwards next, followed by Christian Capel. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, Coach. Can you just characterize a little bit what you've been seeing from uh, the guys on the field over the first <clears throat> few days? What's their uh, attitude Anthony. like? Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's different because you got so many guys out there. Um, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, learn numbers now. You know, you got the names now. Now you got numbers. Um, but I think that, you know, I think that for what we're asking them to do right now, they're on pace to what where we should be. I know that. But that's, you know, but we have a long way to go. We're not expecting a lot early. Um, you know, I, I think we have, you know, some good depth, a lot of positions. Um, we're young a little bit. But. I think we do have some some good players in most spots, uh, if not all. And and then it's you know they got to have to get you know a little older and wiser, faster. You know, and that's the biggest thing. You know, experience. You know, it helps me have guys that have come in and played a lot of ball. We think we got guys that are definitely talented, uh, just don't have the experience. Um, so that's that's always fun to watch. You know, the guys that do have the ability, and hopefully they can learn quickly and adapt to the game. You know in college and, and, uh, and go from there. So I, I've been pretty pleased with the group, um, but I think we do have ways to go. And Jimmy says that you guys like playing an attacking style of football. What kind of message have you been uh, hammering towards the guys over the first week of just how you guys are going to play? You know, you got to be able to play fast and physical. And in order to do that, you got to know what you're doing. You know, you got to be able to hear, see the call, know the call, and then do your job. And if you can do those three things, then we got a chance. And, that's being able to process information quickly. Um, we got to be able to do, we got to be able to run, pass, hopefully make it look similar between the two at times. Um, but we got to be able to function efficiently. And in order to do that, you got to be able to think fast and process information. And when you have the ability to make plays, you know, you got to be able to do that. So you got to hear, see the call, you got to know the call, and then you got to do your job. That's the biggest thing that we're pounding home right now. All right, before we get to Christian, uh, just a reminder, please keep yourself muted and your video off uh, unless you're asking a question. We'll go to Christian, and he'll be followed by Lauren Kirschman. Go ahead, Christian. 
Hey, John, um, just wondering how you go about dividing reps at the quarterback position when you're, you're looking at four different guys and, and also if just if any of those guys have stood out so far. Hey, Christian. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to, to get that many guys reps. Um, we haven't had a ton of practice snaps. You know, we're, 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 we got a lot of individual period and a lot of part part and then whole stuff. You know, it's not as much right now, but we're, we're getting there. Um, so, you know, we try to get each of them with different groups um, and see how they handle it. There's no one that's, you know, getting more than the next guy uh, or more with another group than the other. So right now it's just, you know, mix and match and see who can handle it, see who reacts well, makes good decisions and can lead the team, uh, can take charge, you know, know what they're doing and how they're doing it and be able to process information quickly, like I said, and make good decisions. You know, the more you know, the more you'll be able to process and make good decisions. We got to be able to um, get us in the right play. And then if it is a pass, then they got to know where they're going. And if it's not there, they got to know where they're going next. They got to make fast decisions because we can't be sitting back there all day if we are throwing it. So, you know, the guys that can handle that information, you know, from a leadership standpoint and then from a decision-making standpoint, you know, that'll be the guy, you know, that we'll, that we'll go with. So right now it's, it's, they're all kind of getting equal reps and we're, we're trying to sort through all that. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. He'll be, uh, she'll be followed by Dave Mahler. Go ahead, Lauren. Hi, John. Um, I was just wondering, I mean, with not having the spring and having a really unconventional off season, um, some of your players talked about the importance of kind of mental preparation and getting ready for your offense. Um, have you seen evidence early of just how prepared they were mentally and understanding your offense um, over these first few days? Yeah, I, I think they've done a great, they did a great job, Lauren. Thanks. Um, I, I think they did a great job studying and all that. To me, it, it's one thing when you're in a classroom, but then you got to go out and physically do it. And when you do do it physically, once you know what you're doing, you're not, you're going against other people. And those other people aren't always doing the same thing. So you might have a job on a certain play, and the defense dictates that you block it or that you run it a different way or you throw it a different spot. So to be able to know what you're doing initially and then being able to think quickly, react fast to how you need to do it, um, that's the biggest thing we're sorting through right now. But I did think they took the time to learn it. They're into it. They're great guys. Um, football is very important. They want to win. They're tough. They're smart. And, um, you know, if they continue to you know, keep progressing – you know, we're, we're not where we want to be, um, but we're working to get there. I do think that we're, we're you know, in the early stages. So, uh, you know, but at the same time, we got we to gotta put the pedal to the metal and, and you know, get to work and keep getting better. All right, we'll go to Dave Mahler. Dave will be followed by Mike Varell. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, John, just in the interest of not wasting everybody's time, are you the kind of Coach, and I guess is this the kind of staff that we should be asking you a week before the Cal game who the starting quarterback is going to be? Or are you going to just surprise us the day of the game? I hope I can sleep a few days, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so right now they're they're uh, they're they're battling it out. So if we got a guy, I'd love to be able to say this is our guy right now. But until that point, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it day by day. So I'm not going to look yeah. that far ahead and. and but I do – I would love to be able to say to you as soon as possible, this is the guy at this point. Well, not at that point. But, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah, and – Sorry, I muted you, Dave. Go ahead. 
That's right, John. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, can you talk specifically about your wide receiver core? Uh, and maybe uh, are there a couple guys that have stood out to you so far at that spot? Yeah, I mean, I know we got um, some veteran guys, you know, like like uh, Puka and Ty and, um, you know, TB. And, and, and those guys, you know, have played some ball. So I'm impressed with them. And then we got some young guys that haven't played as much and some older guys that haven't played as much. But I think that group's made a lot of plays. Um, I think they have the ability to win one-on-one matchups. Um, I think they can run. They're smart. We're kind of trying to detail up the, you know, the specifics of of the position, route running and whatnot, but they can all catch the ball. They can all run pretty well. I think we have a decent, decent core there. I really do. And, um, you know, some guys have played, um, maybe not a ton, but we've got some experience, but I do think we have some talent. And if, uh, you know, the more reps we get, the more experience those guys will get. I don't think they're scared. I think they're, they've been eager and willing to learn. And, and, and competition is great. You know, it drives you, it pushes you. So I think we got guys in that room that are pushing each other and it's only going to make them better. So hopefully from what I've seen so far, if we keep progressing in that spot, I think we, we, we will have a good group at that, at that position. All right. We'll go to Mike Farrell. Mike will be followed by Tony. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, John, I'm wondering, just, you know, seeing the personnel that you that you're around to this point, what do you what do you expect to be the strength of this offense? Um, I do think, um, you know, like I said, I think we have the skill sets at, at, at a lot of spots. Um, I think we can run outside. I think we're big and, and physical up front. Um, you know, I do think that we're, we're a little raw, you know, and, you know, they, they haven't seen it all yet I and mean, they're learning. Um, but I do think we have some physical, you know, abilities that, you know, will translate at some point. And hopefully, you know, that is, you know, soon here down the road. Um, so I do think that um, we have guys that, you know, are, uh, you know, have the physical attributes and, you know, and the mental attributes to to be good players. Um, I, I don't know, but we don't have a ton of experience in a lot of spots. And that would be the one thing that, you know, when everything starts flying and going fast, practice is one thing, but the game's another speed. Um, you know, hopefully that they'll they'll be able to, you know, play to the ability that they have. That's probably the one thing that, you know, I'm interested in see how it goes as we move forward. All right, we'll go to Tony Castricone. He'll be followed by Larry Stone. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, Coach, um, you were talking about the youth, uh, particularly on the offensive line. It might be the youngest O-line we bring into a season in probably four or five years. Um, wonder, other than Luke and Jackson, guys that have been around a while, who else is standing out to you up front? And um, how important is this time for them to, to get some experience ahead of game one? Um, you know, I, I think, like I said, and I'm probably broken record. I think we have a bunch of guys that are showing signs of being, you know, of having the chance to be great players. Um, you know, I, I think we have like those, those guys have played, have played some ball and that's great. We need to find, you know, at least a few others to start. I, I think, um, you know, we got, you know, Vic's been, been around. He's, he's, he's been showing signs. Uh, Viney's been showing signs. Um, you know, so, but we also got some young guys that are big and physical that can run, you know, um, we got uh, JB, Troy, we got big Nate. So I think those guys are only a year or two here, but they're going to be good players. And the, and the group we just got coming in, I think is talented, but it's a lot for linemen to kind of come in and play. But I do think they've shown signs. So I do think that, 
um, like I said, we got some guys that can play. We just got to be able to find um, hopefully five more or more guys. Corey's another guy that have played. And, um, you know, they, they've all shown signs, but they've all shown signs of where shown signs of where they need to improve too. So they're getting a ton of reps. Um, they got some, you know, ability and we just got to, we got to get it all out of them. All right. Thank you, coach. Uh, we'll go to Larry Stone. He'll be followed by Kim Grinolds and probably got about six questions to go and uh, probably no more after that. So thanks everybody. Go ahead, Larry. Uh, hi coach. Um, it was just, I'm just wondering in the quarterback situation, what do you see that will be the ultimate separator and, and how much does that go beyond just pure talent? Yeah, no doubt. Um, who, who knows what they're doing? Who can uh, take charge of the unit? You know, you don't have to be rah-rah and all this stuff. You got to be you, but they have to know that you're, you're the man, you're in charge. Um, you know, mentally, you got to be strong. You know, it's easy to be strong when it's going good, but when it's going bad, everybody's looking at you. You, you have the, uh, you know, the mental fortitude to fight through that and lead the way. That's a big one. Um, and then, you know, get us in and out of good plays is another one, which kind of ties to that. And then and throwing the ball, we, we need to make good decisions. You know, we, we need to be able to get the ball out on time where we're going. Now, the biggest thing, we're, we're hunting completions. You know, we're hunting completions. We, we have certain footwork. That when you have uh, three and a hitch and you're throwing it you're, and then you're finding the back or you got two hitches to go down the field, then you're finding a check down or, or an outlet, whatever it might be. And if the guys that hang on stuff and, and can't move on or can't process or can't see, you know, the line's not going to block there for other forever. So it, it's, it's, we, we teach the timing in their feet. You know, this is, Hey, this is a, a three and two hitches and the ball's gone to the back. You know, you're not standing back there surveying the scene and checking out what's going on. So basically the ability to process the information, quite obviously, but make quick decisions. And once you do make that quick decision, are you accurate in getting the ball where it needs to get? So, you know, that, that's the biggest thing. I think they all have talent. They all have certain attributes compared to the other that it might be good or better or worse or whatnot. But the guys that can make, can make accurate throws, but good, quick decisions, decision-making fast decisions I'm all over them about it and they know that and I'm, and I'm not gonna handle it with, with kid gloves I'm gonna call them out if they're not making it if they're hanging on stuff you know it, it's that's got to be the deal so accurate when you throw it and fast good decisions and be ready to move on when something's not there that should be there all right uh, we'll go to Kim Grinnells he'll be followed by Masvida go ahead Kim hey coach if you uh been in a game in uh, Husky Stadium or Seattle before, and when you walk out onto the stadium floor on a day like today where the temperature's obviously dropped, it's windy, it's raining. A little windy, a little windy today. <laughs> Does it impact your offense at all or, you know, devising your offense? Does it have anything to do with it? And how hard is that offense that you're running to absorb? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think probably more than anything as far as throwing the ball would be the wind. I think that's even more than rain. You know, that can affect it. Um, you know, I'll get a feel for it. It's actually been pretty good, pretty good weather so far. But today was a little windy. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you kind of learn learn as you go. But I have not been to a game out here. Um, so I haven't seen, seen the worst of it yet. Um, you know, but, hey, the other team's got to play in that too. So when they're here. So, you know. We're going to do what we have to do to win a game. If, if it, you know, we've all seen games or been around games that, you know, weather does affect some things, but it can't let us, you know, 
stray from who we are and what we want to do. But at times, I understand it might. So I learn, I live and learn. And, you know, if we can handle it, then we'll do it all. If we can't, then we'll adjust, adapt and adjust. As the freshman coming in, how hard is it for them to absorb the offense? Would you describe it as easy? Is it complex, hard? I don't, I mean, I think he's got the capability of being that way, but I think more than anything, it's a new language. Whatever system those freshmen are going to come in, they're going to have to learn a new language. You know, everything's new and everything's, everybody's bigger, faster, and stronger, you know, and, and, and have been around. And, um, you know, for our guys, even the older guys, I mean, they're playing against guys that have been in the same, same defense for multiple years. So it's, you know, they're, they're going to have a, a little bit of a easier curve, you know, initially. And the guys that are new on defense might, you know, be able to ask more questions of the guys that have been here. So everybody's learned from scratch, the coaches too. So, you know, I don't think it's just the freshmen, but I do think that the, the physical uh, part of the game is, is a big part. And I think learning any system, not just this one, would be an adjustment for any freshman. Thanks, Coach. All right. Our last four will be Maz, Christian, Rayleigh, and Fetters. So go ahead, Maz. Yeah, hey, Coach. Uh, speaking of physicality, how important is it for your offense to be able to run the ball when you want to run it? And I know you talked about going outside, but how about inside and getting that dirty, gritty yard you need? <laughs> no doubt. Let's go. All for it. Right, grind them up. You know, you'd love to be able to, you know, hand the ball off and get whatever yards you need on any snap. You got to have the ability to do both, but it's like, you know, you got you to run it when you want to run it and you got to run it when you have to run it. When everybody knows that you're most likely going to run it, you got to be able to do that. And that's, that's, that'll be a challenge. But um, um, I do think that those guys take pride in that. They all want to, you know, those linemen, they want to, they want to pound the rock, you know, they want to, they want to get down and dirty and be physical and they take pride in that. So, you know, they're, they're, they're working that way and um, we've got to be able to do that. You know, that, that this, this is, um, definitely you know, a philosophy from the head guy down that we need to be able to run the ball and throw it. We're not going to do just one. So, um, you know, when we want to run it, we're going to have to run it when everybody knows we're doing it and that'll be a good challenge. But I think we got guys that take pride in it and want to do that. All right. We'll go to Christian. He'll be followed by Dan really. Go ahead, Christian. Hey, John, I know in, in Jacksonville last year, they threw the ball to Leonard Fournette a ton. Um, I'm, I'm just curious what role uh, the running back will, will play in your guys' passing game? I think they'll play. I think they, they all catch the ball pretty well. I, I do think that when you can utilize the back in that aspect, it, it, it helps you. You know, that's another receiver that they have to account for, you know. But the backs also have to block when it's time to block based off um, whatever route concept we use. But we will have them, you know, catching the ball. And it might be checking protection and doing check down, but they need to be able to be productive in the passing game, whether that's however using them, whether they're out there, whether they're free releasing, whether they're checking down, they have got to be, a, you know, a weapon for us in the pass game for us to be successful. So yes, I, I hope they, they all have career years catching the ball. So yeah, there'll be a part of it. All right. We'll go to Dan Riley, And then the last question will be from Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, hi, Coach. Uh, back to the quarterback situation. How long does it stay a four-player competition? And uh, would you be a for or against playing more than one guy in the opener? <laughs> uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. You guys ask all the questions I think about all the time. Um, we all do. Um, you know, obviously, you hopefully have one, you know, that you, that you really feel good about. Um, 
and you go with them. Um, we're in day four right now. Uh, so it's, it's, but hopefully, you know, the ones you've been around, you've been in this profession long enough, usually one kind of, you know, takes the reins a little bit and everybody sees it. And hopefully that's the situation here. I do feel good about all of them. I think they'll all be able to function. Um, I do think they all need to get better at certain things. And as a whole, we need to be able to process and make quicker decisions at times. Um, you know, and the guy that can do that the most consistently, as well as make some plays, will be the guy that rises to the top. And at this point in time, no one's the clear-cut leader. And hopefully, you know, that happens faster. And I've told them the guy that we can trust, that'll put the ball where it needs to be put when a guy's open, that can make a decision fast without putting us in a bad position offensively, will be the guy that will get the shot. So that's what we're hunting. All right, we'll wrap things up for Coach Donovan with Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, John, just really curious about the collaboration with the other coaches, because I know it's your responsibility to be the architect of this pro-style attack. But can you give us an example or two where, you know, the other coaches have chipped in or, or given you something that maybe they did last year that you felt was going to be a great fit for what you want to do? Yeah, I, I, I think these guys, they're veteran coaches. They're great coaches. They're good at – you know, their specific positions uh, fundamentally. I've been very impressed with how they handle the rooms, how they teach them um, how to play the game. Um, not only the who-tos, but the how-tos, you know, who to block and how to block or whatnot, and uh, how to run a route, not just what route you're running or whatever. So I've been impressed with that. Um, they're all learning this system for sure. Um, but at the same time, if something fits from where they've been in previous spots, whether it's here or somewhere else, and um, we are not opposed, uh, you know, if, it's, if it fits and it's a good idea or it fits our style or our personnel, we're all for it. We, there's, there's no egos here as far as how we want to do it. We just want to be able to, you know, run efficient plays that are productive and however or wherever that comes from, we're all for it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Jackson. Um, I was just wondering what's standing out to you about these the freshman offensive linemen that have been coming in and how they've been working uh, over these first few days. Yeah, you know, they've been doing a great job. I mean, it's been such a unique year. I mean, they got in and I mean, most of them came in June. So we had so many walkthroughs throughout that period getting ramped up, assuming we would start August, and then we kind of had that delay. But this whole time, I mean, we've still been able to meet and talk with them. So they've been ahead. They've been light years ahead from when I was a freshman. I'm really impressed with a lot of them, to be honest with you. I think their development is way more than, you know, most average freshmen coming in. All right, we'll go to Mike Farrell, followed by Tony, and then Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jackson. I'm wondering, it looks like on paper, like you might have had the biggest sort of physical transformation on the team this offseason. I know it says down like 28 pounds, somewhere around there. What made you want to do that? And how did you accomplish that in the midst of a pandemic to be able to change your body that way? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, looking at tape from last year and seeing my body, you know, I figured dropping a couple pounds. I mean, I still have the size being six seven, but I figured, you know, best thing was to lose a couple weight, and I feel so much quicker and faster out there. And, you know, moving to left tackle, too, I wanted to be a little lighter as well to be able to move laterally because now I'm dealing with little smaller guys that are quicker. So then when the pandemic hit, obviously, we all were sent home in quarantine, and, you know, it was a little blessing in disguise because, I mean, I could wake up every day and kind of do the same schedule I would here, you know, lift in the morning, then I class after. So I kind of just took advantage of the situation and reached my goals with that. All right, we'll go to Tony Castricone, followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, Jackson, um, you're one of the leaders on this team this year after playing as a freshman and sophomore. And, and just wonder, this is one of the more inexperienced lines going into a season uh, in probably the last five years. And, and wondered, uh, who are the young guys have you seen step up in camp? And, and what's it like taking on more of a leadership role now? Yeah, it definitely is a younger group this year. I was kind of used to being look up, looking up to people my Freshman and sophomore year, I was blessed having Trey Adams, Nick Harris, Kayla McGarry. So I kind of model my leadership in the way they did and kind of try to take young guys under my wing. You know, we have guys stepping up. I really like Vic Kern. He's doing a great job out there at right tackle. And I think MJ Ale is another one who's stepping up to the plate too. And they've kind of been in the program now for two years. So this is nothing new to them. And I just try to take any young guy I can under my wing and help them in whichever way I can. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters. He'll be followed by Dan Whaley. Go ahead, Chris. Jackson, uh, you mentioned your move to left tackle. Uh, did Coach Huff bring that to you, or did you bring that to him? And, and how long has this been in the making for you and, and first impressions on the move? Yeah, um, I mean, right after the season ended in January, me and him met, we sat down. And he kind of asked me, like, what I thought about the idea of switching to left tackle and, you know, looking at the team and seeing that we have a little bit of a young group. I mean, I was doing – I want to do what's best for the O-line, what's best for the team. And I think moving out to left tackle was – that transition is what's best. Um, you know, I was recruited as a tackle. I played left tackle in high school. And I think I see myself as, like, having a more tackle body, being so tall. So, and the transition has been great. I mean, something, you know, I can't handle. It's A lot of it's the same technique out there. So. All right, we'll go to Dan Raley. He'll be followed by Nicholas from The Daily. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Jackson, uh, with the great quarterback competition going on, do you do you play with all four of those guys? Do they all rotate in with your line? And are you guys wagering on who's going to win this battle? No, we don't really wager on who's going to win the battle. I mean, our coaches have evaluates that stuff. And I know the best guy, you know, who will play will be in there. And all four of them are playing with us. And, you know, I'm excited to see what comes out of it. All right. We will go to Nick from the Daily. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, going to ask about what it's been like transitioning to a new offense with Coach Donovan there, if you could talk a little bit about that. You know, I mean, it's been pretty good. I mean, a lot of stuff still similar to what we've had over the years, but, you know, I really like what Coach Donovan brings to the table, more of an attack mode type offense, and it's really simplified this year as far as all the calls and everything go for us. So, I mean, it's been great. All right, we'll go to Mike Varell. He'll be followed by Chris Fetters. Uh, raise your hand if you have a question after those guys. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Jackson, I'm, I'm curious. You know, you mentioned that offense, the attack mode and everything. What do you think – I mean, when you look at the skill players that you guys have and the personnel, what do you think is going to be the identity of this offense? You know, I mean, I don't want to sound like original, but I think that attack mode type style because, I mean, we have great wide receivers and we have a great running back group, group with Richard Newton, Sean McGrew, 
And I really like utilizing tight ends, especially blocking. So, I mean, we have Kate on with that. So, I think all on every edge of this offense, I mean, we're solid. All right. We'll go with uh, Chris Fetters with no other questions after him. So, raise your hand. Last call for that if you do. But right now, go ahead, Chris. Jackson, just curious, because of the move to left tackle, who else is in that uh, that very specific position that you're working with right now in terms of the, the other players? Yeah, I mean, Troy Fatano, me and him work together all the time on the sidelines at practice. You know, he goes in right after me. So, I mean, me and him, Roger Rosengard's another young left tackle that I keep an eye on. He's doing a great job. But, I mean, it's kind of us three going back and forth. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, Kate, um, I'm just wondering if, if you could maybe explain or describe um, the H-back position in this offense, just sort of what the what the duties and roles are relative to kind of a, a, a traditional tight end. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's similar to what everyone in our room is asked to do. I mean, we're asked to, to block really well and, and make plays in the past game. And so um, we all – has to be versatile no matter what position we're playing. We're going to be asked to play different positions. And and uh, I think everyone in our room is a really great playmaker and really great athlete. And so um, just, yeah, like you said, like just being versatile. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, uh, real quick, were you guys in full pads today? Um, no, we haven't gotten to full pads yet. Um, I, I think it's coming soon. Tomorrow, I believe, but uh, but yeah, I think guys are, are really excited for that, and and it's been a long time coming, so we're super excited. I was just curious what, when you guys do finally get a chance to hit a little bit and whatnot. You've been through a couple of these. What what is that first kind of that feeling, that sensation like? Yeah, I mean, I I think it takes a like a there's a short adjustment period, um, but I like when we get full pads on, especially the first time, everyone's super excited, hooting, hollering, ready to go. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like tomorrow. All right, we'll go to Mike Varell. He'll be followed by Lauren Kirschman. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Cade. Um, I'm wondering, you know, just seeing the personnel that you guys have and the kind of offense that you're going to run, what do you think the identity of this offense is going to look like? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, we have a, a lot of stuff we can do. I mean, we're, we got a lot of playmakers at receiver position, we got really good guys in the tight end room, running back room, and and we have a really good offensive line. And so, uh, I think uh, our identity won't be isolated to any one thing. We're going to be able to do a lot of things because we have really good players. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman, followed by Dan Riley. Raise your hand uh, beyond those guys if you have a question. Go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Kate. Um, I was just wondering, I mean, for what you've been able to see the offense, you mentioned all the playmakers you have. Has anybody really stood out to you as far as big plays or improvements that they've made from last year? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been really impressed with a lot of our young guys. Um, they, they've picked up on the offense really quickly and, and are making plays. And it's, it's awesome to see. And, um, 
I think about the, the young receivers, uh, Sawyer and, and Rome and Jalen. They're, they're balling out and making plays, and, and that's been awesome to see. And also the young running backs are doing really well, and, and, and our tight ends, been really impressed with them. So it's been a lot of guys showing up, and it's, it's been really cool. All right, we'll go to Dan Raley, followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, Cade, could you see yourself catching more more passes this year with the new attack offense? And a secondary question, can you tell the difference catching balls from any of those four quarterbacks? Are they decidedly different in their delivery? Uh, yeah, so to address your first question, um, uh, the, I don't know, I guess is the, the answer. Um, whatever they call me to do, whether – it's blocking every play or going out for a route every play or some, some mix in between. I, I'm excited to do that. I'm, I'm fired up to, to help our team win in any way I can. And the uh, second question, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any uh, discernible difference. Like, they're, they're all great players. Like, they, they're here for a reason. They, they're really good at what they do. And, and each one's unique, but they're all, they're all really good quarterbacks. They, they put the ball where they need to. And, and it's been awesome to be a part of. All right, a reminder to please mute yourself when you're not speaking, even after you finished your question. Uh, Chris Fetters is next, followed by Nick from The Daily. Go ahead, Chris. Kate, was just curious, when did you hear from Jacob Kaiser that he was going to opt out, and how does that maybe fundamentally alter what goes on in, in the tight ends room and, and just kind of the balance and, and maybe you having to step up and take even more of a leadership role? Yes, um, so uh, Kaiser, he told us, um, just a little bit before we started up things, and, and obviously it's sad not to have us have him with us. But uh, he's awesome, dude, and totally respect his decision and um, how it makes things different. Like he, he is an awesome guy in our room for us. But um, I think just being the, the oldest guy in the room definitely taking more of a, a leadership role, and and that's been a learning experience. But also it's been exciting and and awesome to, to help with the young guys and, and see um, some guys that are just a little younger than me come in, into leadership positions. And so um, I think everyone's risen to the challenge and, and we're going to keep trying to improve. All right. We'll go to Nick from the daily followed by Masvida and then Mike Farrell. Go ahead, uh, Nick. Yeah. With Kaiser opting out and then you guys having a, a multitude of younger players, some true freshmen coming in alongside a, a Culp, of course. Um, what, who do you think has kind of stepped up in your eyes? This, these first few here? Yeah, I, I think um, it's been kind of a collective effort stepping into uh, the reps that are, are available. Um, I think everyone's done a, a super awesome job. Like we talked about, the tight ends need to be versatile. They need to be able to block really well and, and catch the ball. And I think everyone in our room shown the ability to do that and um, and stepped up a lot. All right, we'll go to Masvida, followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Mas. Sure. Hey, Kate. This is kind of uh, off the field question, but. For some of us, what's the whole testing process like and how important is that for you, you know, the, the health aspect uh, for you guys to keep in mind as you go through this? Uh, yeah, it, it's um, it takes a little adjusting. Like we, we do it every day, every morning before we get here. Um, but I think it's super important. Um, I mean, having the, the comfort of knowing like that we're, we're all safe in here 
is is awesome and we're able to exclusively focus on football and and i think the, the university of washington or our um, trainers and the whole entire health department have done a great job of of keeping us safe and, and letting us focus on football all right we'll go to mike Varell. that's all the uh, hands up we have right now so mike go ahead yeah, Kate, I'm wondering, you know, when you look in your room, uh, Devin Culp, you've been around him for a couple of years now. Just how have you seen him kind of grow and improve to the point where he is now? Yeah, he, he's grown a ton and um, he's a great guy off the field and he's a great player on the field and and uh, and he makes a lot of plays and and he's I think he's grown in every facet of his game since he's been here and um, I, I've seen him make some some huge plays and I think that will translate um, to games really well and so I'm I'm excited to to have him be a, be a part of what we're doing. All right, we'll get our last question for Cade from Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, to, to add on to Maz's question, Cade, is it? I know how important it is over the years. The players and coaches have talked about protecting the team, and and obviously during the pandemic, there's that that takes on a maybe a different bent on it I suppose but when you're outside of the bubble when you're outside of, of Husky Stadium or the facility and what have you what, have you guys taken like specific steps to maybe hold yourselves accountable or for you know to to watch out for your teammates or to watch out for the new guys who are who are obviously kind of learning these things as they go what what kinds of things have you been able to do to to kind of protect you guys that way uh yeah I, I think uh player accountability is a big part of what we do here and um, we all need to to be able to talk to each other and, and let each other know like when when we're the, protecting the team and when we aren't and um, just with our schedule I mean we, we don't have time to go out a ton anyways but um, like if we're going out to get food like we're, we're taking all the precautions necessary and and we usually are traveling and with our roommates or whoever might be on the team and and we're all keeping each other in check. So um, I, I think we have a really good system here. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, And for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good. For a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.